0: on today's episode of locked on 76ers get back on the floor tonight once again with the washington wizards and one question that comes to mind for keith and i how do you get tobias harris more involved in the offense we figure it out next right here locked on 76ers
1: you are locked on 76ers your daily philadelphia 76ers podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online had you covered this season with more props, eyes, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. What's up, D? How you doing, bro? What's going on, man? How you feeling? I can't complain. I can't You're complain. To be back home. Yeah, it's kind of good to be back home. While you say it, I mean, while we, you know, we talk about it, it, feels kind of good to be back home. That's no, good, man. I'm sure your family
0: misses you and glad to see you back home and all that stuff, man. So now you get to be home for a couple of a couple of days, man. They they hear it through next week, so that's a pretty good thing.
1: Yeah, that you know that's cool. Like uh, you know you know that uh what is it um five in the morning challenge? Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, so it's like where you dance, you do these dance steps to the song five in the morning. So me and my daughter we're going to try to do a skit so I could put it on Facebook so yeah that's something I want to work on I know it's crazy so don't that's laugh crazy. at me if you see it
0: no nah, i won't i mean I probably will but it's all in good fun and I'll tell you that I'm laughing at you so it won't be yeah but <laughs> go for it uh, I would say do it I, I think I did some uh dancing on live TV when I was filling in on the uh the uh, afternoon show here on the station so yeah so we embarrass ourselves sometimes it's okay it's all in good fun. <laughs> yeah, all in good fun. Did you see a lot of Halloween costumes
1: last night? Down at the game, yeah, I saw a couple at the game. It was weird though. Like it's funny because the cheerleaders down in in, in uh DC, I guess they were trying to be like Freddy Krueger. They all had on like Freddy Krueger outfits. Okay, and then you had some other ones. I'm like, of all things, y'all can be. Y'all want to be Freddy Krueger? Like, you know what I mean? It was just crazy. Like, and and I guess, I don't know. It's just it just they took an L in Freddy Krueger outfits. I don't know, but like <laughs> it was just crazy. Yeah, yeah. But it was a lot of it was a lot of Halloween costumes. It it was it was some crazy costumes I saw at the game. Yeah, I only cool. saw I only saw two in general. On TV?
0: With no for for the for the game, which were uh Bradley Beal and his family, the Flintstones. Oh, and then, which is pretty cool. The kids and his wife—they were all the Flintstones—and then. Montrez Harrell on this walk-in on the sixth social media account. Uh saw him with a mask on, but I, I didn't really know what he was. But yeah, that was it. It was pretty seemed seemed pretty quiet, pretty tame there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you should have saw the outfits, James, and uh I saw those. They could yeah. be Halloween yeah. costumes. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, saw I don't even know if they were Halloween. Like they they were. Were just,
0: that they was, was like
1: they were talking yeah, in but... the lock. The locker room was funny because they were clowning George Niang. He just had on regular because he was clowning them. And they like, nah, you don't know. You don't get it. This is swag. This is swag. No, it but wasn't. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> but see, so here's the thing, though. Let me ask you this. Yeah. If you had as much money as they did, and you can just get away with that, and no matter what, people still are like, oh my God, that's him. Would you wear it? No. Nah. Okay. No, just
0: because. My personality is even over all these years, my wardrobe hasn't changed much. You know what I'm saying? It's it's yeah. the same stuff that I've liked before. You add on a few other things, but I'm never that daring to wear the stuff that they wear, despite any amount of money. I I don't think I would. I don't think I would do it. They'd be like, "Oh, he's boring. He's like Tim Duncan. Yeah, he
1: doesn't he doesn't wear anything." Well, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you this. I got a pair of hardened sneakers. I had them like for a couple years now. Before he got here, here. Before yeah. Before he got here, yeah, exactly. But I won't wear them. Like my daughter hates those sneakers. They got like flowers on them. They got like planes. They got all types of stuff. And my wife is like, "What are you doing? You're embarrassing us when I, you know, when you go out, right?" But look, the deal is, it's like this, man. It's it's one of those things where um, I like them. They're different, but I can't wear them anymore. And like at one time, I said to James, I was like, "Look, man, I got a pair of your sneaks, but I can't rock them anymore." He's like, "Why?" I said, "Cause you on the team." Like I, you know, I'm. It, it looks weird wearing some man sneakers and you covering them. And he's like, "Nah, man, wear them joints. Wear them joints. But I can't do it. But I guess I like some of that crazy stuff. You yeah, know, what I, I mean? do too.
0: I do too. What yeah. color? What color are they? Are they like the orange kind of kind of color in it?
1: Yeah, they. But they're blue. They look like they look they look like clouds. It's like a cloud. It's like a sky, and then you see clouds, and then you see birds, and then you see, you exactly. see all planes. I
0: actually have a pair of his. Um, hmm. I don't remember the number. Uh, they're gray, uh, and you know when I buy basketball sneakers, mostly I buy basketball sneakers to play in them. So I have a pair of his. I, I like them. I actually liked another color, which is why I asked. They were more of a like an orange creamsicle color. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They were sold. They were sold out. So I, I settled for this color, which is cool. And they were actually pretty comfortable. They seemed a little heavier than I normally like. I like the lighter yeah, shoes. Kind of heavy. Yeah. And um, oh, uh, but I, but I do have those. And I, and I have a pair of Embiid's Um, that that I have mm-hmm. a pair of his sneakers. But they were sent to me
1: from um, from the company, so I didn't not pay. Not. For them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get those. But the thing I like about the Harden sneakers though, like I know you like the padding it has around the ankles and the it mm-hmm. like it fit like a Rydell helmet. You know, like you played football growing up, Little League, did you? No, I didn't so? play, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, like how they had the padding? yeah. So it's like that around your ankles. But man, we're talking about sneakers, man. People don't well, what's want wrong with that? that? This oh, thing. I mean it's it's great. Hey, look. That's gonna you know, be on the segment like that.
0: now. I'm that's gonna, a gonna be on the segment this morning. week. You can have a sneaker segment this week now. <laughs> hey we can do
1: that hey, you know i love sneaks and so do you. <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah absolutely all right well we could do that later in the week uh maybe leading into friday's game uh, against new york or, or and, and talk about uh some of the sneaker things going on with the, with the 76ers but uh keith we need to talk about tobias harris man he wears nikes by the way in case you didn't know a lot of kobe's and a lot of the newer um uh i forgot the name of the new ones that they, they all wear i'll have it before we're done but um he takes 10 shots per game so far on the season. And Embiid, I think, averages around 18. Tyrese Maxey, 14. And James Harden, 15. Tobias Harris is third on the fourth on the team at 10. And I don't have a problem with him being fourth on the team. It's more about where he gets his shots and how they help him get his shots where he doesn't have to always work one-on-one and late shot clock situations uh, on the season right now uh averaging those 10 shots a game and i i'm i'm a little unprepared for that one part because i didn't see what his overall average is for the season after last night's game uh the update so what do you make of so far what he's doing he's averaging 13 points on the season 13.1 points per per game and he is shooting 47 percent 47.6 percent from the field six boards 2.4 2.4 assists. What do you make of his numbers this year? 13. I thought that he would be somewhere between 14 and 16, quite honestly, because of the offensive firepower that they have with Tyrese Maxey now stepping up his game. I, I 13 is low. Doesn't seem like he's comfortable yet. How do they get him more involved and in, in have him in a better uh, situation as an offensive player, which is the fourth
1: option? Yeah, and not only is he well, I, I, let me just say, I think he is averaging 10.5 shots. His career average is 13.1, yeah. right? Um, he's shot no lower than 14 since he's been with the Sixers. You know, I, I think they just got to – you know, a lot of times he's the person that's really suffering whenever they have, like, the stagnant offenses, right? Like the ball doesn't swing. You know, a lot of times you, you got him in their offense, they got him on one side and they got – Tuck on the other side, but they just don't go to him. I think in order for them to get get them more involved, you got to continue to swing that ball. You got to have better ball movement. And and you know, like there are certain people saying, bring him off the bench, bring him off the bench. No, that's not gonna matter. That's not gonna help because first of all, he's a starter. And second of all, it's kind of like the way this, that, that people stagger stuff in the NBA nowadays, him getting going to the bench is not gonna improve his shot attempts all it's going to do is it's like okay well you're playing with maxi or you're playing with Hart and they're still going to dominate the ball so i i feel like you know a guy like him as a fourth option they're not running a lot of plays for him you just gotta swing the ball you have to that's my thing i know it sounds simple it just doesn't happen as much as he would like as much as uh the fans would like to see it but i just feel like they got to swing the ball now again they do it against the teams that they know they can beat, but whenever it comes down to like key games, then all of a sudden we start seeing guys saying, "Okay, I can do it. I can do it. I don't like. I don't have faith in anybody else. Let me do it. Let me go down on on the sword, so to speak, or whatever." So I, I just feel like you just got to be a little bit more consistent and swing the ball to get him more involved.
0: Now, he he is uh, shooting 40% from three, as I look at the numbers here, which is encouraging. Uh takes five attempts per game, which is pretty good. And I, I remember he had one double-digit game already from behind the three-point line shooting those. So he does get a few opportunities from beyond also. And I, I just wonder if you know these one-on-one situations, he does have seemingly a, a lesser defender on him now because of the perimeter work done by Tyrese Maxey and James Harden so he'll get a, a it seems like you have a an advantage there with his matchup uh, I just don't like the fact that oftentimes he gets the ball and has to speed it up because of the shot clock occasionally running down and he has to then make a quick move instead of and I do want him to make quick decisions on the shot attempts and don't cater to them all the time sure ball movement and all but don't defer if you have a, a mismatch take the shot and 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 take the shot and make the shot. I saw one. I remember one possession he had Bradley Beal on him, and he worked him one two three dribble, got to the mid uh, mid middle of the paint, quick uh jump, turnaround jumper from about thirteen feet out, and and he knocked it down. Do that because there are going to be those times where you have those smaller defenders on you six nine and shoot over them. Don't worry about him. Be Maxi and Harden at that point because you are they are always going to get their shots. Get your shots. And I I think that would be a, a better a, a better result in the general for the team if Tobias Harris can start to get you know more comfortable with the shot attempts that he is getting and getting them in good spots for him overall. I agree. I yeah. agree. By the way, wanted to make sure we welcome you all to locked on 76ers. We thank you. That's Keith pompey I'm Devon gibbons uh from 975 the Fnatic. Keith from the Inquirer Sixers beat writer that he is, and we thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On 76ers. Keith, with that, Tobias Harris uh, still in the starting lineup, and he should remain in the starting lineup, as you talked about. Uh, The next five, though, if Embiid is good to go with the non-COVID illness that kept him out of Monday's victory over the Washington Wizards, they host the Wizards on Wednesday, 6 o'clock start time. Uh, a lot of that due to the Phillies playing in game number four now of the World Series since things were pushed back for them because of rain on Monday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, early start for the Sixers, 6 o'clock. Joel Embiid hopefully back. We need to talk about, again, a quick rematch of the home-and-home home, Washington and Philadelphia, how this one play, will play out. And we'll also later on get into the latest news where it looks like Boston Celtics Suspended head coach, Ime Udoka, may have a new job in Brooklyn. We'll talk about that at the end of everything right here on Locked On 76ers.
1: Before we do that, let's talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for betting, football, and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchup, news, podcasts, and in depth analysis on every game. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts.
0: That's right. Get it all in there. Get ready for these games tonight. It should be a fun one. And the World Series. You might as well jump in on that also. Uh, listen, thanks for making it again. Locked On 76 is your first listen. For your second listen to today, check out the Locked On Sports Today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Keith, game two this week against Washington. Sixers had their way with them. They're a better basketball team, in my opinion. Now four and four, three and four for Washington. Maybe Joel Embiid is back. We don't yet have an answer for that at this time. But in the event that he does play, looking at it in that way, the Sixers should still be able to walk away with a victory over the Washington Wizards here and pick up win number five on the season, winning their
1: fourth game in a row. Yeah, they should. I mean, they should. Um you know, the, the Washington team, I don't know if it is it, uh, is it me already, or you, but, like, Brad just didn't look his normal self yesterday.
0: He has not nah. Me. And I've nah. watched him, like, three times this season already. He has not. He seems like he's just out there. He can get 20 in his sleep, and he had 20. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he just seemed to be out
1: there, just on the floor. And, yeah. and, and, and it seems to be that, like, that the other guys on the team pick it up too because you know typically i'm so used to like people deferring to him it was like he was just like you said out there it was like he was missing shots and then they weren't looking for him at times when they had the ball it was like i'm getting mine right now <laughs> but um you know that 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 team it, you know it, it it just you know what that team is what?
0: You know how you said early on about the Sixers and their problems that were happening at the moment, these were the same problems that they had before coming off the bench <laughs> where you just now change the faces in the uniform and it's the same issue. Yeah, They keep making changes and it seems like it's just the same basketball team every time out now. And no matter who is in that uniform, even when Russell Westbrook was there and they, made it to the first round to take on the, the Sixers after making it to the uh, play-in, they weren't really a threat. They just had Russell Westbrook on the team with Bradley Beal. It was John Wall and, and Bradley Beal all over again. That team is just not good. They have a, a decent young head coach and Weston South Jr. They have pieces, but they don't have enough pieces to actually compete in the Eastern Conference and ultimately in the NBA. I heard him on the J.J. Reddick podcast, the old man in three, before the season started. And he was very optimistic about the changes that they made, the development of Kyle Kuzma as he grows as a player, and adding Chris Stapps for Zingers, where they have him from the beginning of the year, Monte Morris, Will Barton, all of that, that's not going to win you anything. And they're just a bottom of the conference team, the Washington Wizards are, they're going to compete and win some games, and they have an all-star level player in Bradley Beal, but in the end... He's probably the second best player on the championship team, if not the third best player on the championship team. Uh, and right now, it seems like he he has been just going through it right now, the motions, if you will, of just being out there. And that can be deflating, I guess, at some point when you're just constantly going out there giving all you can effort-wise and you end up with the same results every time, no matter the changes with the bodies in the uniform. Yeah, I was
1: thinking, well, you know, he got paid. He's excited about that. But I was looking at- good. Yeah, (laughs) that part is good. But I was looking at it like even like I mean, down there, like the atmosphere. I know it was Halloween, but it was like a half empty arena. I shouldn't say half empty. Uh, but We at the the
0: stat sheet after after each and
1: every game. Yeah, yeah. I think the number was like 13000. Yeah, it was it was low. I mean, it was a lot to a point where I was wondering why they didn't bring people down like from the cheap seat, yeah yeah you know, I always was nosebleed. like yo come yeah. on y'all happy holidays it's Halloween come on down come on down yeah. like the price is right but they they I don't I, it, it was I don't know man it was I'm never afraid when the Sixers are playing Washington I'll just say that
0: I was always fearful of what he may do like dropping 60 you know when we've seen that from him against the Sixers he just to, to your point, he just doesn't have that type of vibe going on right now where it's fearful that he can go off
1: for 40 points in a game. Did you see when Kyle Kuzma had that breakaway dunk and then missed it? Yeah. You know, it was like – it was just, I don't know, a comedy of errors. But the thing is, though, let's be real, though. The Sixers can not get overconfident now because – They don't, don't have, have any room break, yet to do that. Yeah, you don't have any room. And that team could come in and, 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 and steal one, but – I don't see it, but it it, it could happen. It could happen. You never know.
0: Yeah, I I don't see that happening either. I think they take care of business again tonight against this Washington team and win their fourth game in a row. We'll see if Embiid is back on the floor. If not, they they did show at least that they can win without him two times already and one against Washington, where they may be able to pull that one out also back here in Philadelphia for three-game homestand. On the other side, we need to talk about one of the teams that – We had a lot of questions about for the entire Eastern Conference and the NBA, most certainly in the Atlantic Division with the Sixers, the Brooklyn Nets. They've had a lot of issues this season. Not our problem. That's their problem. But they fired their head coach, Steve Nash. We'll tell you who the replacement looks to be. It's imminent. Basically, Emi Odoka suspended by the Boston Celtics. We'll talk about if this is a good move or not for Brooklyn. Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Next, right here, Locked On 76ers. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. That's Keith Pompey. I'm Devon Givens with you. And Keith, just stepping away from the Sixers a bit, although it does still have uh, implications for the 76ers. The Brooklyn Nets fired Steve Nash on Tuesday, according to uh, the team. And they are looking, at least right now, based on a lot of reports, looks like it's going to happen. And wording, like, again, eminent. Also, uh, they're efforting to uh, find a way to bring in Ime Udoka, former assistant coach, on the Brooklyn bench before being hired away to host uh, to coach the Boston Celtics, leading them to an NBA championship, one of the better defenses in the league. If this in fact goes down, first of all, if I remember correctly, Boston is the one suspended. The team and the organization suspended Ime Udoka at mm-hmm. the NBA. So. He's eligible to go and get a new job if they suspend him and eventually going to let him go anyway. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be any compensation for the Boston Celtics with Brooklyn hiring him away from there, or if this is just going to be firing and hire right away. I don't know what the rules are. This is kind of (laughs) weird right now, uh, seeing a coach suspended, but ultimately being hired, especially with the things that were following him which has them suspended for the year now. So now it looks like they may have a, you know, uh, a, a thing with Emmy Udoka. They, they still have to deal with the Ben Simmons issues that he have has. And right now there's a firestorm going on with Kyrie Irving for some of the things that he has posted on the social media uh, when it comes to uh, his beliefs. So Keith, number one, how do you look at this? First of all, helping the Brooklyn Nets if this all goes through. With Ime as the head coach,
1: you know, you know, when when you look at Ime, he's a guy that you know they they think can tighten up the defense, right? And he respan- and, re- and can command respect to the you know Kyrie, uh, Kd, Ben Simmons, right? Because you know people forget that Ludoko spent the season you know on Steve Nash's bench before accepting that you know the the Celtics job. Um, so it is. I, I believe it's just one of those things where he's a guy who they feel familiar with. He was a part of USA basketball. He was also, um, you know, um, like I said, an assistant there. And, and I just feel like he's a guy that Kevin Durant and them respect. I mean, they look at him, they see what he did with the Boston Celtics last year. Probably some of them was probably wishing and hoping and praying that he would have been the coach sooner. So I, I, I think it, it, it's a good fit. Now, again, it it adds to the circus. I mean, it adds to you got the Kyrie situation going on. You got the Ben situation going on, you know. So um, now you got a Doka going on, and people are going to ask questions about that, about what happened in Boston. But, you know, it, it seems like they're going to make the players happy. And this is the guy that can make them happy. Uh, that, that of course, will we, we'll, that's yet to be determined.
0: Now, what I will say about the Celtics roster versus the Brooklyn Nets roster, much better defensive players on that team than than what this Brooklyn Nets team has. He has two superior scorers in Durant and Irving, as we know, some shooters there with Seth Curry, Joe Harris, an all-around player in Ben Simmons that has yet to figure it out and hasn't clicked yet, in my opinion, watching a few of those games with this new team, and I you know I I think this is going to be good for them if they if they buy in and can respond and connect to their head coach and take in what he he is preaching as that head coach obviously the one here for us in Philadelphia watching Ben Simmons for so long will this work out they were together here in Philadelphia on Brett Brown's staff before Emeka Okafor took the job under Steve Nash in Brooklyn so we'll see what that relationship is like, and if he can wake Ben Simmons up and find wake Ben Simmons up and find a, a role where he is playing much better basketball than he has put on display so far during this young season. So this is very interesting. Um, I, I don't. I, I, again, we don't know everything. It's not clear yet that he is hired. Number one, he's a front runner. They have to do their due diligence to make sure that they're willing to take on what follows him now. Uh, which is which has him again suspended for the reasons that Boston has decided to do that. Uh, but it looks like really, yeah, Ime Udoka is going to be the next head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. I think it's a good move for Brooklyn. I also saw Quinn Snyder's name in there in the mix also. I'm a fan of his for what he did in Utah, Quinn Snyder uh, as the head coach. So this will, be, this will be something to see how this one maybe turns around eight, nine, ten games in, whatever this does in fact happen. I saw even 24 to 48 hours, it could be done as, as early as that unless something
1: changes for Ime and the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, it's going to be – I mean, I think it'll be good. It's funny, like I, I can't wait to see that Boston-Brooklyn game, <laughs> first one. You mm-hmm. <laughs> see what that's like, yeah. Yeah, that, that's,
0: that's going to be – that's going to be something. Uh, In Boston, number one, in Boston, that's the one yeah. – that- see how they see how they treat him well listen man uh let's see what happens tonight make sure you get down to the arena early so you can avoid some of that phillies traffic man
1: yeah i forgot all about that yeah definitely gotta do that <laughs> clock starts. you gotta be there about one o'clock <laughs> i think I, I think what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna i'm gonna get dressed for the game and go to shoot around in the morning and then just head over the bridge head and over and to get the city set. yeah yep, head makes, over. Sense. makes sense
0: yeah. Well, listen, man, we got to thank everybody for hanging out with us on this Wednesday. As we get ready for the Sixers and the Wizards, thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of your day of the day. Pardon me. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Keith, you might as well let everybody know where they can find us on this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday as we get ready for the basketball game tonight in South Philadelphia.
1: Like my man D just said, wherever you get your podcast at, um, make sure you go to this, um, come here and get this podcast. But what you do is when you click on the YouTube channel, make sure you click on the Liberty Bell so you can become one of our um, latest uh, subscribers. So we would really appreciate that. But also make sure you follow my man D on Twitter, at divine g975 right and then also follow follow him after the sixers game tonight probably about from nine to midnight and the reason why i'm saying probably is because as soon as the game is over with that's when he's going to get on there on the divine giving show so he'll be there he'll break down the game they'll yep. talk about some other things probably to the, the phillies but make sure you 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 check my man out
0: yeah, we'll definitely talk some Phillies looking at the uh, Eagles and the Texans playing on, on Thursday night. So we'll probably preview some of that also.
1: Yeah, so do all that. But then also make sure you go to inquire.com and you you yep. follow me, um, uh, my articles on inquire.com and then the Philadelphia Inquirer. But then what you got to do is in the morning by 5 o'clock a.m., make sure you listen to us dissecting on here. Our podcast, we're going to dissect dissect the game. We're going to break it down. All right? We'll do the sneaker thing later on in
0: the week. We'll do that. Yeah, exactly. We can do that. All right. Well, listen, man. Great stuff. Have fun at the game. I'm not going because uh, I will have to get back to the studio, and I don't want to deal with leaving early. The traffic coming back. So I'm just going to stay away from the arena tonight and uh, be back probably next. I'll definitely be back Monday for the Suns game, but not for the Knicks game because... Man,
1: I wouldn't go to that Suns game if I was you. (laughs) Just messing. Understood.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, listen, man, appreciate it as always. Thank you all for for listening and and watching, and we'll talk to you tomorrow after the Sixers Wizards. Thanks. Thanks, y'all. Peace.